I believe that's what he wants from us today. He wants more from us. He wants more from us today. Would you stand with me? Let us pray. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. You are God. Beside you, there is none other. There is nobody that can do us quite like you. You are merciful. You are, my, you are mighty. We thank you for being considerate and kind toward us. We need you like never before, so we ask that you would help us today. Find the works of the enemy. He seeks to hinder and destroy, but we thank you because we already have the victory. We already have the victory, and we give you praise. Speak a word to us that will give us life. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Just for a moment, no, no music, just for a moment. Have thine own way, Lord. Have thine own way. Thou art the potter. I am the clay. Mold me and make me after thine while I am waiting, yield it and still have thine own way, Lord. Have thine own way. Thou art the I am the clay. Thou art the power. 
the clay. Mold me and make me after thine will. While I am waiting, while I am waiting, while I am waiting, while I am waiting, going through a few things, but while I am waiting. Got some sickness in my body, but while I am waiting, got some trouble in my home, but while I am waiting, got some problems on my job, while I am waiting, children acting crazy, but while I am waiting. Money's coming from, but while I am waiting, had some sleepless nights, but while I am waiting, I'm yielded, I'm yielded. I'm yielded and about me Hallelujah. I said it's not about me when I took matters into my own hands I messed things up but I've learned how to wait on Jesus I said I've learned how to wait on Jesus through the storm and the rain my sickness and pain oh, I've learned how to wait on Jesus so while I am waiting I am yielding and still can you just say this one time yes everybody yes 
to John. I want to read two particular areas in John. I want to begin in the 17th chapter. I want to begin in the 14th verse. 
Jesus is praying for his disciples, those that are followers of Christ. And he says in the 14th verse, I have given them thy word, and the world hath hated them, because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. I pray not that thou shouldest take them out of the world, but that thou should keep them from the evil. They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Sanctify them through thy truth, for thy word is truth. As thou hast sent me into the world, even so have I also sent them into the world. And for their sakes I sanctify myself, that they also may be sanctified through the truth. Let's look in the same book, in the 16th chapter. The 16th chapter and the 7th verse says, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the Comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. And when he is come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment of sin because they believe, they believe not on me. Of righteousness because I go to my father and ye see me no more. Of judgment because the prince of this world is judged. I have yet many things to say unto you, but ye cannot bear them now. How be it, when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth, for he shall not speak of himself. But whatsoever he, he, he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. He shall glorify me, for he shall receive of mine and shall show it unto you. This is the word of the Lord. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I want to talk today from these words today. And I would that you would repeat this with me. Say, Lord, if you don't take me out of it, take it out of me. Say it again. Say, Lord, if you don't take me out of it, take it out of me. I feel like I need to say that one more time. Say, Lord, if you don't take me out of it, Please take it out of me. Amen. Uh, today, uh, let me just pause and thank God for all of our guests who are sharing with us today. You could not have selected a better place to share your time with on this Sunday morning than this place. For there is no place like this place. But today is Pentecost Sunday, and I uh, want to applaud um, those uh, units in the church who 
I've signified this day in particular our greeters and our ushers um, and certain persons who are singing today who are, and other ministry leaders who are adorned in uh, red representing the fire of the Holy Spirit today. Thank you for representing on Pentecost Sunday today. Uh, Pentecost um, uh, represents an experience that um, was provided by God for the people of God. You must understand that when Jesus walked the earth, he called his disciples. There were men who um, he hand-selected and he chose them to be his armor-bearers and to be his companions during the time that he ministered on earth. When he called them, they were not particularly aware of what he was calling them to. But he provided for them a certain level of comfort by the fact that he was able to perform miracles amongst them. The miracles that he performed and the signs and wonders that he performed convinced them that there was something about him that was worthy of them following after. And so he called them and although they did not know everywhere that they would go and they did not know everything that would be entailed in their following him, they agreed to follow him, but there were prerequisites that they had to abide by before they could be counted as one of his disciples. He told them that if any man is going to follow after me, he must deny himself. First of all, he must deny himself and he must pick up his cross daily. Every single day, he must pick up his cross and he must follow after me. So if you're going to follow after Christ, he says that you are going to have to reject the part of you that wants to be in control of you. And you must surrender and submit your will to whatever the will of Christ is for your life. He says to them things like, if you are going to follow me, you've got to leave your mother and you've got to leave your father and you've got to leave what is familiar to you and you must cleave to that which is unfamiliar, but you must walk by faith and not by sight. He tells them there was one man who said, Lord, I want to follow you, but I've got to go and bury my relative. My father has died. I've got to go and bury him. And, 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 and he says to him, let the dead bury the dead. You, you've got to be more concerned about following me than you are concerned about the things that have been more important and valuable to you in your past. When you follow 
after me you have to disconnect yourself and you have to disassociate yourself from your former life from your former way of living he says to them but don't worry he goes and finds some men that are standing on the bank and they are fishing and and he talks to them and truthfully they are not that successful at what they are doing anyway but he says to them drop your net put your net down and if you follow me I will teach you how to do what you're doing at a greater level I will use the gifts that you already have but I will use them at a greater level he says if you follow me I will show you how to be fishers of men I will teach you how to take your life to another level I will show you how to live on a whole nother level than where you're living at right now as a matter of fact, I can discern, I can tell that what you are doing, you are doing it to try to survive, but you are frustrated doing what you're doing. Is there anybody here that has ever been doing something because you've just been trying to survive? You've just been trying to make it. You've just been trying to live from day to day. But in the midst of what you were doing, you found yourself still being frustrated. You found out that there were not enough hours in the day. You were working, but you were overwhelmed worked and you were underpaid. You were hustling but the hustle that you had wasn't even making ends meet. You were robbing Peter to pay Paul. You were ducking and dodging just to stay out of the way of your enemies and your adversaries. You were working but you were working to your own frustration. You had built up frustration on the inside of you because what you were doing it really was not working. You were spinning your wheels but weren't going anywhere and Jesus looked at these men and he told them, he said, I see what you're doing but I can also see that what you're doing is not working for you. I see what you're doing but I see that what you're doing is causing you to be frustrated. These were men that would go out and fish all day and they would say stuff like we've been fishing all day but we haven't caught any fish. We've been wasting our time. Have you ever had a space and time in life where it seemed like you were pouring your energy, you were pouring your efforts into the job that you were doing but there was nothing that was coming back to you it was not fruitful it was not successful you were pouring into it but it wasn't pouring into you you were doing for it but it wasn't doing for you and so you finally came to a point in your life where you were frustrated and you were willing to explore some options have you ever been to a place where you said I need some options I, I need some options because what I'm doing ain't working for me need some options. I need a better way. Is there anybody here that has ever come to a place in your life where you discover that you need a better way? Mm -hmm. I need a more excellent way of living. I need something that is going to cure me from the anguish that I'm in. I'm not talking about a physical disease or condition, but I'm talking about the emotional and the mental anguish and stress and pressure that I'm in every day of my life it seems to be a struggle just to wake up and take on the challenges of life one day to the next I don't know what the problem or the challenge or the struggle is going to be it seems like sometimes we can't even win for losing every time we get ahead there seems to be something that is pushing us backward every time we get out of one situation it seems like we step over into something else you got happy for one 
one moment because you thought that the struggle was over huh? but you found yourself going from one struggle to another struggle huh? my God you found yourself suffering and struggling more and more every day of your life huh? and you came to a place where you said I need some relief huh? if I don't get some relief I'm going to break down huh? if I don't get some relief I'm going to lose it huh? if I don't get some relief I'm going to snap huh? and that's the last thing that I want to do because huh? the last time I snapped is there anybody that ever snapped before huh? the last time I snapped I almost didn't come back so I can't afford to go through that anymore huh? and so Jesus said to his disciples I'm going to take you and if you are willing now if you are willing I'm going to hold you by your hand and I'm going to make this thing easy for you huh? he says to them that if you're going to follow me huh, you've got to deny yourself huh? you've got to disassociate yourself from people huh, that are representing your past huh? because I'm trying to show you a new way of living Huh? But I want to be honest with you in here today huh? that many of the things that Jesus is requiring of us huh? requires effort from us and everything that God asks you to do huh? is not the easiest thing to do. Huh? My God, he's talking to grown men huh? that have been in the life and the behavior and connected to the people huh? that they were connected to all of their lives. Huh? I know that sometimes you've been in church and you've had people to preach at you. Huh? And they have told you to come out of your mess. Uh, they told you to stop your lying. Huh? Stop your cheating. Stop your stealing. Huh? Stop your cussing. Huh? But nobody took the time to tell you huh? that I know you've been doing that all of your life. Huh? I know you've been the way that you are all of your life. Huh? Is there anybody here today that say I really would like to change. Huh? But it's hard for me. Because huh? I've been this way all of my life. Huh? I know you're judging me but you don't understand. Huh? what I went through. You don't understand huh? my environment. You don't understand my surroundings. Huh? You don't understand what took place in my life huh? that shaped me and presented this demeanor that you see within me today. Huh? And so I'm trying to change but change doesn't seem to be happening as quickly as I want it to happen. Huh? I got some good days huh? and then I got some bad days. Huh? I got some up and then I've got some downs I've got some hills and then I've got some valleys I find myself as we talked on last week every time I try to do good evil is present I find that the good that I want to do I don't do because evil is always lurking around me when I try to do the right thing there is something not outside of me but there's something inside of me that tries to control my behavior that tries to control my attitude have you ever been in a position you were trying to control it but all of a sudden it rolls up inside of you and you lost control and you snapped into something that you really didn't want to snap in but that thing was residing in you it lived there it was dormant but it was there and the right thing that pushed the right button the right thing that was said to you the right thing that you saw it set you off anybody ever 
ever been set off before? Uh, anybody ever been set off before? Uh, you were going good. You were doing good. You were having a good day. I want to talk to some real folk in here today. Uh, you were having a good day. Uh, yeah, you woke up and you had your prayer. Uh, you woke up and you had your meditation. Uh, you woke up and you were saved today. Uh, oh, this is a saved day for me. Uh, but all of a sudden, uh, somewhere between 9 a.m. and 12 noon, somebody got on your nerves. Something happened. Something was said, and it set you off. And now you have snapped into something that you really did not want to be. But I heard that I was supposed to be a Christian, but didn't nobody tell me that I had to deny myself and that I had to pick up my cross. But picking up my cross meant I had to kill something in me that was trying to destroy me. Oh yeah, we judge folk a lot. But we don't understand that it is hard sometimes. It ain't always easy doing the right thing. Sometimes you want to do right. But it's hard to do right when wrong gotcha. It's hard to make the right decisions when it seems like it's easier to do the wrong thing. It's hard sometimes. Can I talk to somebody? My God, people judge the folk that are hustling and doing things uh, that they have no business doing uh, but they don't understand sometimes uh, and I'm not making an excuse for wrongdoing uh, I'm just trying to help you to understand the mentality uh, what do you do when your babies need something to eat uh, and you've been cut off for social security uh, you ain't got no money coming in uh, sometimes it presents an option for you uh, to do something that is not good for you uh, but I want you to know after a while uh, it ain't gonna matter some of the hustles uh, that some folk had uh, it we don't get delivered by getting saved huh? we gonna get delivered because it ain't gonna work no more huh? marijuana getting ready to be legal in every state huh? you ain't gonna be able to sell that no more huh? my god in the crackheads huh? I doing whatever they're doing they're giving it away huh? you're not even gonna be able to sell yourself huh? so your minds will make up in your mind huh? that I'm gonna do the right thing huh? and I'm not gonna allow wrong to control me he said that I know it's a struggle, so I'm going to walk with you. And I find it difficult, if you don't mind, I'm just going to relax for a moment. I find it difficult for us to get people delivered and saved good in church because we don't want to disciple people any longer. We don't want to walk with people. We want to give people a long list of do's and don'ts, but we don't want to help people to be successful. Jesus helped people uh, to be successful huh? Jesus was a man uh, that wrapped himself in humanity huh? and the Bible said that he was tempted at all points huh? I don't know why we look at people crazy when they testify huh, about the things that they're going through huh? I don't know why we look at folk crazy huh, when we find out about the tests and the trials that they got caught up in huh? Jesus was tempted huh, at every point huh? the stuff that you have been tempted with huh, and been unsuccessful at standing against her, Jesus was tempted with the same stuff and the reason why he went through the temptation was so that he could prove that you could be 
victorious. And so now the divine nature that comes to judge the world has experienced from a human side through Jesus has experienced what it's like to go through in this world. And so now the God that is prone to destroy people who sin because of the compassion of Christ, he develops a sensitivity now and he knows what you're going through and he walks with his disciples and he helps them. He says to them, now Peter, don't do that. He says to them, now come on now, don't do that. He says, come on Thomas, come on back in a little bit closer. He says, now Peter was bad, y'all. I want you to understand something. That Jesus had to deal with the man, my God, on the inside before he could deal with the person on the outside. Peter, Jesus said, upon your rock, Peter, I'm going to build the church. I have need of you. I want to use you. I want to do something through you. But Peter, you got to get delivered first. Peter, it's some things in you that got to come up out of you. Peter was a fighter. We got any fighters in here today? Peter was a fighter. Peter, if you said the wrong thing, he didn't do a whole lot of talking, but Peter will cut you. We got some folk that will cut you up in here. Peter will cut your ear off. My God, some of you don't cut folk with a switchblade, but you cut folk up with your tongue. My God, they better not say the wrong thing to you. They better not look at you the wrong way. You are ready like Zorro to slice them up with your tongue. That's how Peter was. But Jesus said, Peter, 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 Peter. Peter, 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 Peter. Peter. Peter, Peter, Peter. Satan desires to have you. He wants to destroy you. He wants to sift you like wheat. But I'm not praying about Satan. I'm praying about you. I'm not praying for the devil. I'm praying for you, Peter. I pray for you that your faith will fail you now because the devil can't have you if you don't let him have you. See, some of us don't understand that the devil can't destroy you unless you let the devil destroy you. The devil can't kill you unless you let him kill you. The devil can't come up in your house unless you open the door and let him come in. The devil can't take over your mind unless you open up your mind and let him come in. The devil can't control your behavior unless you open up your soul and let the devil take control. It wasn't the devil, it was you. I can't get no help in here today. It was not the devil, it was you. And we got to get delivered from always talking about you made me do it. Oh, if you hadn't said that, I wouldn't have went there. If you hadn't done that, I wouldn't have slapped you. If you wouldn't have done that, I wouldn't have kicked you in your throat. If you wouldn't have done that, I wouldn't have cussed yourself out. If you come on and hear somebody, if you hadn't done that, no. But there comes a time where you got to take responsibility for your own actions. And so Jesus says to them, I'm helping you. I'm here to help you. But there comes a time that I've trained you and you got to stand alone for a while. So now he says uh, that I've walked with you on this earth for the last few years. I've been there for you. When you were afraid, I was there for you. 
when we were on the ship do you remember that and the storm arose and you were afraid that you were going to die but I was there for you and I rebuked I rebuked the storm and I called peace to come in do you remember that do you remember when there was sickness and disease around us and we walked through towns and we walked through countries and we walked through certain areas rather and I brought miracles and healed do you remember when you were hungry and you didn't have nothing to eat and it's 12 of us but we only had five fish my God we only had two fish and five loaves of bread and how are we going to feed 12 big old grown men with two pieces of fish and five loaves of bread let alone we got 5,000 people out here that we got to feed do you remember how I turned that fish and bread into enough food to feed 5,000 people and not only did I feed them I fed you too my God I've been here for you all of the time but now I'm getting ready to leave you and I need you to exercise discipline I need you to be able to stand alone they were fearful they were afraid they didn't know what was getting ready to happen they didn't know what they were getting ready to go but the Bible the Bible the Bible said that Jesus now speaks to them and they are afraid because they have not walked as Christians without the presence of Christ in their life sometimes it's easier for you to do what's right when you have people around you that are watching over you and helping you make the right decisions but what happens now when you are out on your own they are by themselves now it's easy to ride a bike when you got training wheels on there it's easy when big mama when daddy is standing there holding up the bike but what happens when they say now you're a big boy you're a big girl and it's time to take the training wheels off I got to push you out now because if I hold your hand all of the time you're not going to know how to do this by yourself and I won't always be here to clean up every time you mess up I won't always I won't always be here just look over you every time you need some assistance and so they said oh my God we are nervous and afraid and the Bible said that Jesus has a conversation with them and he talks to them and he says I'm praying mm -hmm. I'm praying because the hour has come for me to go but this ain't your time yet look at somebody and say it ain't your time to go yet find somebody and say it ain't your time to go yet I know that sometimes life can be so rough and life can be so difficult until you wish that you could just escape this world have you ever felt in your heart and your mind I wish that I could just lay down and die if I don't wake up in the morning I know but everything will be alright because I'm tired of dealing with the pain that I got to deal with in this earth. I'm tired of dealing with the trauma that I got to deal with in this earth. I'm tired of dealing with all of the frustration and the madness that I got to deal with. I would rather I'd rather have an easy way out than to have to deal with the pressures of this world. Is there anybody in here that has ever been under pressure? Is there anybody 
thing in here that has ever been under stress and strain. And you said, Lord, I just need some relief. But the Bible said that Jesus, he said, I'm getting ready to go. But he prayed to the Father. And he said, Father, I'm not praying that you take them out of the world. But I'm praying that you keep them. Keep them while they're in the world. Because they are in the world. But they're not of the world. I'm praying, God, that now that they walked away from their old way of living. I'm praying now that they denied themselves. I'm praying now that they've turned from their evil ways. That you would keep them even though they're in the midst of it. I pray that you would deliver them from it being on the inside of them my God and he says to them he said I'm going away but I'm not going to make it too difficult for you I'm going to pray that God would send you a comforter and the comforter is the spirit of truth and when you get in a bind and you don't know what to do all you've got to do is let the Holy Spirit lead you because the Holy Spirit will lead you into all truth and it will expose the darkness uh, of this world uh, it will deliver you from the evil uh, of this world uh, Jesus said uh, oh God uh, deliver us from the evil uh, for thine uh, is the kingdom uh, and the power uh, good God from on high uh, I came to preach today uh, and the glory uh, oh my God forever uh, somebody today but I know that you've been struggling and I know that you've been suffering and I know you've been dealing with trauma and I know you've been dealing with pain I know you got issues I know you got all kind of problems I know people don't like you I know they're scandalizing your name I know that you got trauma in your family you got trauma in your mind you got trauma on your job all of your life has been filled with trauma but I come to tell you that it might be around you but it don't have to be in you is there anybody here today that will say Lord I need you to take it up out of me if you don't take me out of it I need the power of the Holy Ghost to deliver me I need the power of the Holy Spirit to change my mind I need the power of the Holy Spirit to change my behavior. I need the power of the Holy Spirit to change my attitude. I can't do it by myself. I've been trying, but I keep on making a mess. I need your help. Somebody, way back and holler, help me. 
Come on and say, help me. Help me, Lord. And so the Bible said, I'm getting ready to take my seat in a moment. But the Bible, the Bible said, but Jesus, as he was getting ready to go, he said to his disciples, he said, I'm getting ready to leave. But I'm going to leave you with the comforter, which is the Holy Spirit. But I need you to go to Jerusalem. And I need you to wait there. I need you to tarry in the upper room because I want to use you. I want to get the glory out of your life. I want to use you to advance my kingdom. I want to use you to win more disciples. I want to use you to bring more people into deliverance. But I can't use you if the stuff outside is living inside. I can't use you if I'm afraid. But if you get in a position where your back is against the wall, I can't use you if I'm afraid that you're going to snap. Is there anybody in here today that said there are some times that I don't know if I'm able to survive and keep my calm? He said, I need, I need you to go somewhere so that you can get delivered so that what's outside, that it won't be inside of you. I need you to get free from the stuff that's in the world so that you can bring deliverance to the people that are in the world. I can't use you if you're acting like the world. I can't use you if you're behaving like the devil. Jesus said you are the light of the world. You are a city that sits upon a hill that cannot be hid. I need somebody that will say, Lord, have your way in my life. That will say, Lord, I'm ready to be delivered. I've got some habits now and I got some problems. I got some attitudes and I got some behaviors. It's not like you. It's of the world and it's inside of me. But you called me to come out of the world. You called me to come out of my sin. You called me to come out of my mess. You called me to come out of my pain. You called me to come out of my frustration. You called me to come out of my habits. You called me to come out of my shame. I'm asking you to search me. Search me, Lord. Search me. Search me, Lord. Whatever you find in me that's not like you, take it out of me. Take it out of me. Take it out of me. If you choose not to take me out of the world, I need the world to come out of me. I need you to change my desire. I need you to change my mind. I need you to change my heart. Change me, oh Lord, change me. I'm tired of the way I'm living. I'm tired of the stuff I'm doing. I'm tired of the mistakes I'm making. I'm tired of the old me rising every day. I'm ready to crucify the flesh in me. I'm ready to be a new person. I'm ready to be a new creature. To be used by you, Lord, have your way, have your way, have your way.
I want to thank you because you spared me. I want to thank you because you rescued me. I want to thank you because you didn't let the devil destroy me. I want to thank you because you didn't let me kill myself. I was in a mess. I was in a mess. But I thank God if it had not been for the Lord who was on my side. I don't know where I would be. I want to thank you because you've been good. I want to thank you because you brought me from a long way. I want to thank you because you kept me from all evil. You kept me from all danger. With my mind stayed on you. And I thank you because after all you've done for me, you deserve my life. You deserve my worship. You deserve my life. I'm yours. Everything that I've got. Everything that I am. Everything that I'm not. I'm yours. Oh my God. Try me now and see. See if I can be completely yours. I've messed up. As a matter of fact, I'm messed up right now. But Lord. If you can do anything with me, have your way in me. I hear you calling me to come higher. I hear you calling me to be delivered. I hear you calling me to turn from my wicked ways. But there's a war going on inside of me. The old Peter in me want to fight somebody. The old Peter in me want to cuss somebody out. But Lord, I need you to deliver me from the enemy inside of me. Lord, save me. Lord, change me. My mind, my heart, I need to be delivered. Folks don't know it, but inside of me, I've been through some things, and it caused me to be bitter. It caused me to be angry. It caused me to be depressed. It caused me to be unforgiving. But God, I need you to take the bitter, take the anger, take the unforgiveness out of me. I'm tired of crying on the inside and smiling on the outside. I'm tired of being a doormat for people to step on. I need the Holy Ghost to stand up in me. But the Bible said that we, the Holy Ghost, shall come. He will testify of himself. You ain't got to defend yourself. The Holy Ghost will testify for himself. Somebody say, Holy Ghost, testify, 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 testify. If you do it, I won't lie. If you do it, I won't cuss. If you do it, I won't cuss. Nobody, if you do it, I won't backslide. If you do it, Lord. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. 
talking to you today and you say that's me I need that change I need that freedom I need that deliverance just walk out of your seat yes. Shut the door. 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 Shut the
Somebody say this. Out of my house. Out of my house. Out of my mind. Out of my mind. Out of my spirit. Out of my spirit. Out of my heart. Out of my heart. Out of my mouth. Out of my mouth. Out of my feet. Out of my feet. Out of my ears. Out of my ears. Out of all of me. Out of all of me. You're on the altar. I want you to lift your hands up today. I'm on the altar myself today. I want God to do it in me today. I seriously want God to do it in me today. I know God wants to use me too. I don't want anything to be in me that will hinder God from using me today. Woo. I want to get delivered. I want to be free. I don't want it to go home with me. I said, I don't want it to go home with me. I want to be free today. I want to be free today. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. While you're on the altar, just lift your hands up and say this with me. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I need you. I need you. To change me. To change me. Forgive me. Forgive me. For the old me that's trying to be in control. Deliver me from sin. Weights. Weights. Shame. Shame. Whatever, Whatever is binding me up. I want to be free today. Help me to walk in deliverance. Help me to be changed. Now, Jesus, I'm giving up control of my life. I'm inviting you to be in control of my life. I want to be saved for real. I want to be delivered for real. So I ask you to do it for me today. By the power of God, power in of God. Jesus' name, Jesus name. Amen. amen. Now I'm praying for you today, and there may be some that will help me pray for you today. I'm praying for you, and I want you to receive this today. We're going to get delivered today, amen. And if I come, amen, and lay hands on you, I don't want you to be alarmed today, amen. But the Bible said that there be any sick amongst you, let them call on the elders of the church, that they may lay hands and pray for you. Amen. And you say, well, I may not be physically sick, but spiritually you need to be delivered. And so our laying on of the hands is just symbolic of praying that God would deliver you. Deliverance starts in your mind. It starts in your mind. And then whatever controls your mind controls your body. Are you ready to be free today? Are you ready to be free today? Lift your hand and say, Lord, set me free today by the power of God. Come on, let's pray for the people of God. Father, in the name of Jesus. I thank you for deliverance today. I thank you for setting God's people free today by the power of God. Hey, break every yoke today. Oh, break every yoke. Break every chain by the power of God. Hey, in the name of Jesus, set free today. Out of your belly, daughter, the Lord want to take you to another level of breakthrough. God said it's time for another level. Oh, bullshit. Another level of breakthrough. Out of your belly. Oh, he going to set you free today. Freedom. Oh, God. In the name of Jesus, he come to complete the work. Do it today, God. In the name of Jesus, break every chain today. Break every chain today by the power of God.